0: Hollywood Cole here for another Smooth Ramblings. I believe this is episode five. And for those of you that are not familiar with Smooth Ramblings, you may be a new listener. Uh, this is kind of a uh, side project of the HK video game experience. The HK video game experience being uh, Hollywood Cole and Clearfire's video game experience. Um, Clearfire has his fireside chats, and I have the Smooth Ramblings. And if you want the definitive versions of, uh, video game reviews or whatever, um, it's going to be the H and K video game experience. Mega Man 11 is the last one we did. We started these side projects just to be able to express, um, whatever's on our mind. If the other one is not uh, ready to do a podcast or whatever, not prepared, for example, Red Dead Redemption 2, what I'm going to do this podcast on, uh, I've been playing it about 20 hours in now and, um got a lot of things to say about it, uh, why they did certain things, I don't know, why they didn't do certain things, whatever whatever the case is, and I uh, kind of feel a little emotional about it, so that's why we have these uh, ad hoc, so to speak, uh, little side projects like Smooth Ramblings and Click Fireside Chat. So today on Smooth Ramblings, I'm going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, my very first impressions of the game and i do want to talk about uh the playstation classic too just my opinion on that system coming out so we'll start though with uh, red dead 2 so right off the bat i'll go ahead and get it out of the way my favorite game in the world ever is final fantasy 6 for the super nintendo a ton of fond fond memories about that game it has a special place in my heart for video games um in that that came out a long time ago I believe it was 93 and uh, has stuck with me since then. Okay. Second favorite, Red Dead Redemption on Xbox 360. The, the first one. So I really love the atmosphere there. I love all the things you can do. I love the character, John Marston. Um, and just, you know, that was one of my favorite games of all time. I've gone back and played it a few times. I've never played it all the way through. One of my favorite things about it was just kind of the side things you can do, like the hunting the herbalist and all this kind of stuff, sharpshooting, um, these little side things, uh, that you could do outside of the main story. It's just a grand theft auto in the West is the way I always described it. Uh, and grand theft auto is okay. It's not, it's not my favorite game. I enjoy it. Um, but it's just the Western setting and the, that time period that I really like. I enjoy that kind of stuff. And, uh, but what I liked about the skinning and the hunting and the sharpshooting was that you got real rewards for completing them. Um, so just keep that in mind as I'm talking. So Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I just want to kind of give you my again first first thoughts of what I've uh, kind of already been through here. I'm on Chapter Three, okay. So I'm not going to tell you what the chapter is uh, in terms of the t- uh, title of it or what's going on or anything like that with the story. But if you've played it, you can get an idea. I'd literally just got to the place where it gives you Chapter Three, and and that's it. I hadn't done a single quest in Chapter Three yet. Um, I've done all of the white quests that pop up and not just stuck to the storyline, any one that, that I've seen. So right off the bat, um, you are the character Arthur Morgan, and you are a member of a gang, Dutch's gang. And it's at a time period in 1899 to where the outlaws and all the gangs are kind of dying out and it's starting to become civilized, you know, a land of laws, uh, frontiers going away, so on and so forth. Um, so right off the bat you are a member of a gang instead of um, John Marston, where you just wander up as an ex-outlaw in the old one. And you're kind of figuring out this guy's past. He's trying to kill a uh, Dutch that killed his brother. This is all Red Dead Redemption 1. So you kind of latch on to that one character and want him to succeed. This one, um, you're a member of a gang and the gang is on the run and you're trying to make money for the gang um, and Dutch is the leader of that gang. This is a prequel to, uh, Red Dead Redemption one. And just in case you didn't know, and John Marston is in this one. He's a member of the gang before they betrayed him. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what happened. I can't remember. Um, I guess we'll find out at the end of Red Dead Redemption two, but now you're kind of playing as a group. You already know who the gang is. There's really no mystery to this guy. There's no development for this guy, Arthur Morgan. Um, you can choose to do good deeds or bad deeds. Uh, that'll affect your honor and how people react to you. You get discounts at stores and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, that's what I'm trying to say is I guess that just the main character himself is not as involved. I like the guy, I guess. I mean, he's got some cool little one-liners and some funny, um, little, you know, return queeps or whatever, kind of witty But, um, but anyway, so that's, I'm not not invested into that part of it. I do like all the other characters. There's a ton of other characters that you're interacting with and you're kind of just running with the gang the whole time. Okay. So that's the story as far as I'm going to go with it. Uh, so the main thing that seems to be the gripe about this game, I haven't read any real, uh, reviews on it or anything, but I've kind of actually one I did read, um, I didn't necessarily agree with it, but it does mention the controls. The controls are, like, horrendous. I mean, it's just like, dude, what are you thinking? Why would you do this to this game? What happened to just the standard uh, GTA controls? They worked perfectly fine. L2 pulls up my gun. R2 shoots. That is not the way it works here. It depends on... I mean, it's, it's even complicated to say, and I'm sure I'm going to get something wrong. If, you know, the object of a game is to immerse you, excuse me, is to immerse you in that experience. And if you are going to make me think about the control, the button that I'm pushing to make sure I'm pushing the right one, you automatically have taken me out of that experience. And in a wild west scenario, it needs to be spot on. I mean, that's all it is to it. Uh, And uh, like, for example, L2, usually you still have the wheel that you push L1 and it brings up the wheel and you use your right analog stick to pick shotgun or whatever you want, whatever you have. But if you're on your horse, then it, you know, you can get more access to weapons because your horse can carry more. If you pick up, if you run over a rifle and you have a rifle, you have to set your current rifle down to pick up that one. You can't grab all your different weapons and just select one wherever you are. You have to organize it on your horse in terms of which one do I want to take when I get off my horse. This leads to all kinds of problems in missions to where you don't know what the mission is going to entail. You know, I'll take a shotgun and a repeater. When I should have taken a sniper. I mean, I don't know that I'm going to have to snipe something or whatever the case. I don't know if I'm going to be close up and I could have taken a sniper. I mean, you always got your pistol. To draw your pistol, you have to push R2. That makes no sense. You can do L1 and scroll up to, um, the, uh, the wheel there and, uh, pick it from there and it'll draw it out. But R2 draws your your pistol. Also, Holding it down too long will shoot. <laughs> so you'll draw your pistol and fire it when all you're trying to do is point it at a guy. Or you push the wrong button and you fire off a pistol. And it's like, dude, that, that happens so many times when I'm trying to sneak up on somebody. I think I got my bow drawn or whatever and I actually have my pistol drawn. Pow! You know, if I pushed R2. Sometimes pushing L1 will not pull up the weapon because you have to have it out. It's not like it is on the other ones where you just select the weapon you want. And then anytime, you, whatever's selected in that wheel, when you push L2, it pulls up. That's just the easiest thing, but it is not that way. Um, L2 is also what you use to talk to villagers or whoever, other people. And you can interact, you can greet them, you can antagonize them, you can rob them. There's all kinds of different things that you can do, but you better not have a weapon out because then you're going to point it at them instead of talk to them and then they're going to react accordingly and they might shoot at you or whatever. You'll get a bounty. And you, I mean, you always have bounties. I got bounties on, and I had bounties in places. I didn't even know I'd ever been before. And it's just like, dude, how do I get all these bounties, bounties, you know, 65, $65 or something on your, um, on your wanted, wanted 65 bucks if they get you You get bounty hunters out there when you're trying to just go hunting or something like that um you go pay them off and then you know the next hour you're going to get another one sometimes quests lead you to get them and so uh these are just little gripes right here with this kind of stuff that i just do not uh like the controls are just i have no idea why they did the controls that way i got some speculation which i'm going to get into in a minute all right uh the other thing is with the with, with, uh, controls, it's just kind of s- standard here. So on one mission, I do not give me any details, I'm driving a wagon um, with two horses, some girls in the back and some other dudes sitting beside me. And I'm driving the wagon and I'm going to town. And then as I'm going to town, a white dot pops up and white dots just pop up when there's like a little side quest that's, that's happening. So naturally I turn toward that white dot with the thing well, it's actually a stagecoach that breaks down. So, uh, so I slam into the back of that stagecoach, uh, that broke down. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I had to go get, do whatever I got to do. I won't tell you what it is. Do whatever I got to do. Come back. And they're like, all right, cool. Well, that stagecoach is still there. I get in my stagecoach. Guess what? You can't back up in the stagecoach. So that quest is broken because I was drawn to the white dot. Um, I started, um, trying to, Back up. There's no backup on on a wagon that I could figure out. And so I just started whipping the horses real hard to try to get them to run. And maybe it'll push the wagon or turn. Make the game glitch or something. One horse died. Jumped back up and ran over the guy I was trying to help. Killed him. So I failed the quest. And I had to start all the way over. And it's like, why didn't you just back up? There's so many instances like this where you're like, you know, you're riding your horse and you got to kill rabbits or something to get rabbit pills and one will jump out. You know, you don't want to go hunting rabbits. I mean, you can, um, and that's perfectly fine, but uh, it's perfectly fine and fun to do, I, I guess. But, you know, sometimes you like to kill two birds with one stone. Okay, i got to travel to this town. Well, I'm just going to be on the lookout for rabbits. Well, so many times a rabbit would jump out, and I'm like, okay, there he is, and i try to pull out my bow or whatever to kill him, and I'm like, dude, it's on my shoulder. I can't pull it out. You have to go to the wheel and select it again so he'll pull it off his shoulder and then aim it with l2 and then try to stop time in a dead dead eye scenario with r3 and aim at the rabbit the rabbit's there for like a second and a half and he is out you don't have time to do all this so you got to just you can't do it like you used to um stuff like this it just i mean it's I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it a slow experience. Everything's slow. Everything, you walk through your camp, you're just creeping. Um, you take your time, select the weapon that you want, like you were in the Old West. Hey, you can't carry four rifles in into battle. You can't carry a shotgun or whatever. You always have your gun and your knife holstered. Uh, they're trying to do it that way and try to be monotonous, or not monotonous, but just methodical. With everything you do uh, <clears throat> and it's supposed to be like that and that's part of the experience so once you kind of realize that and just go okay this is how this game is gonna be this is not like the first one this is not like GTA they you, the sooner you accept that the better off you're gonna be as far as this game goes they introduce a uh, core system as well um, so you got health stamina and Deadeye and Deadeye stays drained I mean you, you build these things up by completing these challenges like I was talking about like what the first one for is skin three deer. is the hunting one, I think skin three deer. So when you do that, it starts to give you experiences. There's other little challenges that I've yet to really, you know, there's, um, there's a uh, her, herbalist and all this kind of stuff. But if there's any more besides those three in those challenges, I don't know where they're not three, but, uh, there's several of them, sharpshooter gambler and all this. Uh, so, There's any more than that. That's how you, I don't know, but that's how you unlock your Deadeye stuff. Uh, Stamina you get from running, health. I'm not really sure how you get that. I guess you just get that from doing challenges as well. But anyway, you have the the original circle of life that you had in one, but now there's like, in health, there's like a heart there. Stamina, there's a lightning bolt in Deadeye. There's an, an eyeball there. And that core will drain depending on... You know, I don't know how it drains that. once you drain your energy on your dead eye, then that core starts to drain. Well, guess what? It's when that core is gone, you um you don't get your dead eye back. You got to get your core back. And dude, that is so hard. you got to smoke a cigarette and it'll give you just a little bit back. You got to drink some whiskey to give you a little bit more. I mean, you got to go through all these in the middle of a fight or something. I mean, you got to go through all these different items just to get the core back and then you have to take another item to get the actual dead eye energy back and that works for everything the same way for health and everything but you just don't have a problem with health and stamina but I mean this is a in the middle of a gunfight I got to go through and it's not like it I have it I can have it ready a quick select like okay I'm gonna have whiskey here for dead eye, and then I'm gonna have whatever it is tobacco or something to give me my energy back okay I got whiskey for the core tobacco for the energy And just like have them in a quick select and do it. I got to go in there in the wheel and then go to push R1 to go to items instead of weapons. And then use my left or right R3 uh, control stick to select the item that I want. And then scroll through those items like food. Let's say the cigars or whatever are in food. So I'm scrolling through, okay, baked beans, no, canned uh, peaches, no, I don't want that. You know, and you're going, Brandy, you know, that's what you want. But, you know, there's you're scrolling through. There's literally 18, I think, 12 or 18 that I have right now. And that, that stuff grows. And this is the middle of a fight. And it slows down time, but it doesn't stop time. Um, and so, man, it's just stuff like that that just – I don't I don't really like that they did that. Um, and I still don't understand the quick draw. When you do a, a showdown, it says, hold – this is what it says. In the middle of showing – the first quick <laughs> – the first – um showdown you get in it says press r2 and slowly press it down it'll give you more time okay great and so you start doing it and then you either get killed and have to do it again i still don't know how to do it i slow it down and then i just start pushing buttons and get my guy to draw until he can shoot first i mean i i don't i don't really understand the, the point of that i don't know what was wrong with the old system but they do not implement that one anymore so little things like that, that I just don't, I don't know why they did that. And what I was getting at with the, um, hunting and all that, once you get, every time you finish, like, let's just say skin three deer, that's not a spoiler. That's one of the first ones you get, uh, for hunting. You spin, skin three deer, and then it'll beat another one then another one, another one. And so on. So I think there's like, I don't know, 12 of them or 13 or something. And then you go to a certain area and you can, un- it's perks that you unlock for doing that instead of just giving you like a hunting satchel or whatever that you carry more um, herbs or whatever, w- whatever it would be in um, Red Dead Redemption 1 that I really liked it. I think it was skin faster and all these things that unlocked as you kind of progress down the perks that were actually useful. And now the perks that I've seen that you have to buy by completing these things, are not that useful i mean i won't even get into what they are just go look at them uh but i don't think they're that useful i mean one of them is like now i guess i'll tell you one of them is just like keeps your gun from degrading faster like by like six percent or something for each you know and it's like dude i've cleaned my gun like you know a handful of times and it only barely gives me any more i mean it'll tell you what you're missing when you clean your gun you gotta have gun oil I don't mind that, um, but you don't really have to do it that much. So I don't know. Uh, overall, though, the game is fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's not sucking me in like uh, Red Dead Redemption One did. Did all I finished Red Dead Redemption One in like three days. That's all I wanted to do. But Red Dead Redemption Two, I enjoy it. I look forward to playing it every night. But uh, you know, the story is is super good. It's supposed to have X, you know, hundred hours or something ridiculous. Uh, I like the stories, I like the characters, the funny stuff that they say and everything I do like the environment. Of course, it looks better. It's on PS4. the sound effects are awesome, the music is amazing, the acting's great. You know you expect nothing less from a rock star. So I don't mean to completely bash the game. It's just some stuff that I don't really understand why they did that. and that's what I was passionate about. Um, as I was playing this and the reason why I wanted to lay down the smooth ramblings. But I do recommend the game. I think that everybody's kind of looking through these rose-tinted glasses, though, because they want it to be so good. And it is good. Don't get me wrong. It is one of the better games. It sold uh, $75 million. Uh, or what would it be? Uh, was it $75 million? I think it was $75 million worth. Maybe maybe $750 million. Whatever it was, it was like... Uh, let me see here what was it like 10 million copies yeah so it'd be 750 million excuse me 750 million so they didn't release the exact number of copies so you got these different editions that cost more uh, so they're estimating about 10 million so the last h&k megaman 11 i said five clear said 4.2 we underestimated it by far um, i did not think it'd be 10 million i didn't know that you know, i could see a gta 6 going for that but i guess everybody loves red dead just like i do And, uh, I do love this game though. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I still don't understand the controls. Like I said, I'm on chapter three. I don't have the controls down pat. I got to think about what I'm trying to do before I do it. Uh, and I've been gaming for, for 32 years. And, uh, so, I mean, it's, it's just the fact that you have to do that. And some of the quick draw stuff I do not understand. This is a file. I mean, I have no idea why they did that kind of stuff. So anyway, So that's Red Dead. That's just what I have to get off my chest for Red Dead. Uh, Please leave some comments or something if you need to uh, discuss this uh, when I post this on uh, Facebook. um, If you hear it and uh, let me know what you think about it. If you agree or disagree. All right. so now let's talk a little bit about the PlayStation Classic. This thing has been getting a lot of hate. Uh, since this announcement I mean people are put posting on Twitter about it's already in like the bargain bin you know like the PlayStation bargain bin classic and all this comes out December 3rd uh, this year and for a hundred dollars and that's what's kind of throwing everybody off a hundred dollars two controllers non Dual Shock, um, and they finally released the list of games and when I first read the list of games which I'm gonna go over here in a minute I was a little disappointed and then now I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about this. I kind of like it. I'm, I'll probably end up getting one, but I'll just read you the list of names here. Battle Arena, Toshinden. I don't know what that is. Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Abe, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations, Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms. Okay, so I'm going to just go quickly over these and just kind of give my opinion. So apparently Battle, and also i got the prices of each one of these. One of the things that people were saying was like, you know, if you listen to Grifted, uh, on our last uh, eight, two to 18Ks ago, you know, we were kind of hating on the, on the PlayStation and on my wild arms being like three bucks or whatever, which it's not three, but he, he's just making a point that some of these games are cheap. Some of these are actually expensive. Uh, I went through and found uh, stuff on eBay about what they were going for recently, um, the, the completed listings and whatever that had an average price. I went ahead and said that. But anyway, Battle Arena, toshinden That's supposed to be some, um, fighting game that is kind of, uh, kind of underrated or whatever. It's kind of a hidden gem. They say, uh, you can get it for 12 or $15. If you already got a PlayStation, just want to play that. Cool borders Two Is a real fun snowboarding game. Very popular. I remember, I remember playing this one back in the day. I think, uh, Clearfire had this one, uh, and showed this to me. Um, but, uh, I remember enjoying that one, um, but anyway, that's for four bucks. Destruction Derby is one of the first ones that came out with. It's just a kind of a classic you are expected to have on there. Uh, ten bucks. Final Fantasy VII, of course, eighteen dollars um, for that one. And there's a difference between the green label, you know, it's the greatest hits, and the black label. But I mean, all in all, about eighteen bucks. Grand Theft Auto One, ten dollars. You can get um, top down. I owned this one back in the day, and uh, it is difficult, man. It is not, it is the very first Grand Theft Auto, of course. And it's like an experimental thing. It had cussing in it, so everybody was like, oh, this is so cool. And I could commit crimes in the game. And it's a top down, and you shoot your gun, and it's like a little, that old Atari game battle, where you just fire war or something. I don't remember what it's called, where you have a tank or a, a plane, and you push A to shoot, and a little, literally a white square comes out. And it's real small, it's a little bullet. And it's no lock-on, it's no any of that. And these enemies have machine guns and they're just mowing you down. It is so hard to hit anybody with these guns. And like, there's no voice acting. Of course, it's just reading on the bottom. And I don't even remember if it, I don't remember exactly how the scrolling scrolls through. If it does, wait for you to read it and you push a button to go to the next like dialogue or it just reads through. But I mean, you don't even know you're being talked to. I mean, it's just, you'll see if you get this. But uh, not a. I mean, it's cool to be like the first Grand Theft Auto, and I, I I do. I'm glad they put that on there. But uh, you know, it's not like gonna you know, really like uh, really thrill you, I guess. So, Intelligent Cube, forty three dollars. That's kind of a rare one. Intelligent Cube. I don't know what it is. A puzzle game. All right, Jumping Flash, another puzzle game, fifty dollars. So these are two pretty rare games. I know Jumping Flash is one of the first ones or early in the system's life. I don't know when Intelligent Cube came out. I thought it came out about mid-life cycle. Uh, I remember that game. I thought it was okay uh, if I'm thinking of the same one. Metal Gear Solid, that's obviously a classic that needs to be on that system. Holds up today. A lot of fun. 20 bucks if you want to buy that outside the system. Mr. Driller, another puzzle game. Never played it. Never even heard of it, actually. 13 $13. Oddworld Abe's Odyssey is kind of a cult uh, classic. People love this game. Um, I'm interested to play it. That and Rayman, um, two two D platformers, uh expected to be on the system. Trying to, I can see they're trying to give you know everybody a little taste, whatever kind of system, whatever kind of uh, game you like, platformers, puzzle games, um, racing games, or RPGs. Oddworlds eighteen dollars, Rayman's thirteen dollars, Resident Evil Director's Cut. So this came out after Resident Evil uh, one and two. Uh, they went back and did a Director's uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut uh, twenty six dollars. That's supposed to be like the perfect horror game. Uh, Revelations Persona. This is uh, interesting. Um, Persona series is also one of the little cult uh, classic and uh it is very popular the only one i've played is persona 4 on the vita and for some reason it is just so uh this is one of these stupid things i don't know how i remember but i just i just love this about the game because sometimes you just kind of get stressed out if you're like me a completionist or whatever we got to do every little thing you don't want to miss a miss one side quest you have to start the you know from your last save because you don't want to miss out on something but uh Persona 4, when I turned it on on the Vita, it literally said, tells you it's a black screen and it pops up in white and says just so just just relax and enjoy the game. And you know, for some reason that just hit me. Just like, yeah man, I think who cares? It's just a game. The whole point is to enjoy it. And the fact that they did that was awesome. On the Vita Persona 4 is beautiful. It's very interesting. Some high school kids or something. And uh, same thing for, I don't know exactly the storyline for Persona, Persona Revelations. This on PS1, obviously, and it's gonna be on the classic. If you want to buy it on PS1, it's gonna cost you more than the whole system here. hundred and forty dollars to buy that one. Uh that's that is a rare I don't know if it's rare, but it's expensive. All right. Ridge Racer Type 4, $16 racing game, arcade style racer. Super puzzle fighter two turbo. I've heard nothing but good things about this. I'm excited about this one. It's twenty bucks, nineteen dollars, uh, for the uh, for the disc and box, um, outside of this, uh, it looks like the little street fighter characters in like a Tetris or block, block breaker type of puzzles. And somehow, you know, it, I don't know how it works, it's, but you know, you get your, you get more combos and everything than your, than your person you're playing against. And, uh, you will uh, start beating them in a fight, I guess. So that looks, uh, that looks fun. I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm going to look forward to playing that one like with my wife or somebody. So, all right, Siphon Filter. A lot of good memories about this game. I played this one a lot. It's kind of a before Metal Gear Solid type of thing, before anybody knew what they were doing. I don't mean to hate on it, um, but it's uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I never went back to it. It was $8. Tekken 3. If you're going to have a fighting game on PlayStation, it better be Tekken 3. This is an excellent choice uh, for them. This is one of the greatest uh, fighting games, in my opinion, of all time. Tekken 3, that played a lot with Coach Rx um, over at Jones. Um, really enjoyed that one. $13. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, $5. Of course, you got the one-shot kills there, where everybody was, back in the day, they had the heroes that were the bullet sponges, and now Rainbow Six is a more realistic shooter. Twisted Metal, um, let me, I'll come back to Twisted Metal here, because I got something to say about it. Wild Arms. Uh, I got Wild Arms 3 here, which is a, I haven't played it yet, but it's a Western RPG. I think I actually like Wild Arms. I'm excited about playing that one. That one's $27. Uh, that's going to be kind of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I never played that one uh, back in the day. But Twisted Metal, uh, the very first one, they got Twisted Metal 2, 3, Twisted Metal Black. I mean, all these other games. Um uh, but Twisted Metal 1, the original one, it, it went from anywhere from $10 to $30 that I saw. And I didn't see a lot of them on there. I don't know if it's just rare or they're just flooded by uh, all of the Twisted Metal 2 and 3s uh, that are on there. But um, I don't know. I think this is a pretty good lineup. Great job with uh, Final Fantasy. I think I think uh, Final Fantasy 7. Destruction Derby is good. I mean, it's just a classic one you got to put on there. Cool Borders 2. Great choice, obviously Metal Gear Solid. I do like the Odd World, I like Resident Evil Director's Cut. Good job with the Persona. Puzzle Fighter's cool, Tekken 3, um, and I guess Rainbow Six would be good too, and Wild Arms. So they got, let me see, I'm an RPG fan, so let me just see here, I didn't even go to say Wild Arms is one, and Persona's two, and it's gonna be Final Fantasy's three. So three RPGs out of 20. Um, Mm, I, I might want to have some more. Here's some of the classics that I wish they would have put on there, though. This this is why I don't I don't know why they missed these. Gran Turismo. This was a big deal when it came out. Gran Turismo it's real cars that you can trick out. They all supposedly, I mean, they had like, their big thing was they had people, their programmers or whoever that they were going to go, uh, that they trusted to do this, but to get in the cars and drive them around and try to make the controls you're going to drive in a uh, Mitsubishi GT uh, 3000. We're going to drive around in it. We're going to make the controls of this game feel like as much as we can driving that car. Uh, Dodge Viper, whatever. Even uh, other cars like uh, older cars. I mean, I think they had a Toyota Celica on there. Um, they had an S2000 maybe. I don't think they had the S2000. Because that came out in... Yeah, I guess they did have to have an S2000. Uh Oh, I don't know. I love that, but anyway, it's, it, that was great. You you race around the thing, and then you watch a replay, and it looked like I mean, it looked good. Uh, such a great game. I don't know why it's not on there. Maybe it's license. and I'm going to assume it has to be licensing or whatever. If you could just have free reign to any game, that's what I'm assuming. Which I know that that's not true, but you need to get <laughs> Gran Turismo on there, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Konami game. Yeah, maybe you can't get it. They got to do it. They're doing a bunch of other things with it. They just released uh, Requiem. I was going the night would have been one. Final Fantasy Tactics. You already got seven on there. Get Tactics. That's a strategy game. I don't see any strategy games on here. That would have been perfect. Uh, and for another great RPG that was overlooked, you've heard me say it before: Sui Coden or Sui Coden Two. Oh man, that would have been amazing to have on here. Another RPG. that would have had you uh, what four RPGs? That's not too many. Get rid of Mr. Driller or something. Jumping Flash. I mean, I don't know. I don't want me to hate on these games. I just don't know them. Um, but I mean, I'm just looking. Ridge Racer Four, man. Get rid. I mean, Ridge Racer is the PlayStation thing. I mean, I get it. But so is Gran Turismo. And then Vagrant Story, of course. You can get Vagrant Story. And I think uh, I know you can get Sui Code and Vagrant Story on PlayStation Network. And probably the Grant probably the Gran Turismo and Symphony of the Night. For all I know. Um, they're on the, the PlayStation Network more than likely, uh, but I know Vagrant Story is for five bucks. I know Sui Code is. I don't know the price, um, but Vagrant Story is on the um, is on the Japanese version, I think. So that's that's kind of interesting. But anyway, Vagrant Story is another RPG. But overall, I think it's not too bad. A hundred dollars though, it is pretty steep. When you got, I mean, it's twenty dollars more than a Super Nintendo one. Um... I don't know, man. That's Super Nintendo, uh, SNES Classic, and NES Classic had classics. You know, they had so many classics they couldn't even include them all. Um, you know, I don't know. I, we were we talked about this in one of the podcasts back in the day. That you know, what games would you have on this thing? You know, I couldn't really. You know, you knew it was Metal Gear Solid. You knew it was Final Fantasy. Um, and you kind of knew it was going to be Destruction Derby. Other than that, you know, who knows? Resident Evil. But anyway, I, I I'm still on the fence about this one. I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. I I, get, I love the SNES classic, the NES classic. I did not get, and they had them available at GameStop, and I went the other day to pick up my Red Dead Redemption 2. but I didn't I didn't get it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of like, man, you can get these games besides Persona, 140 dollars. But anyway, oh, I was going to tell you, all of these games added up if you wanted to buy. A PlayStation with all these games instead of a hundred dollars, it would be over five hundred dollars. It's about five hundred and five dollars uh, to buy all these games in a PlayStation uh, to play. So not a bad deal when you look at it that way. But uh, but anyway, guys, appreciate you guys listening. I just wanted to lay down my thoughts on Red Dead Redemption Two and the PlayStation Classic. We got a very special, very good H uh, and K coming out. Uh, we're going to lay that down this weekend, um, that, uh, I don't want to give it away, but you'll see it when it, when it drops, um, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be another, I'll, I'll give you a little hint. It's going to be another three classic NES game, uh, that we're doing. We really enjoy doing that. One. We get a lot of good feedback from that. And that's one of the funnest ones we've ever done. So we want to do it again. But anyway, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or, well, not Facebook, uh, hit the HNK site up on Facebook, H-N-K-E-X-P. Uh, Like us there We still got some contests coming out For all the Facebook likes Uh, Follow me on Instagram and Twitter At Hollywood Cole H-O-L-L-I-W-O-O-D-K-O-L-E I Um, I have some fun with Twitter um, (laughs) And uh, posting some fun stuff On uh, Instagram as well But anyway Go give us a like and a review And uh, we'll see you on H&K